Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If. Only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello, movie truthers. Welcome to this remotely recorded dispatch from the London Film Festival. Our second so far, the last one was done remotely with Hannah the other day with some recommendations from the festival. I'm here joined by the head honcho of the Grand Fromage himself, David Jenkins, in a nice little nook in a hotel in Soho. David, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm good, I'm good. Um, Apologies for uh, if you can hear some walking and doors cracking and general ambience, but, you know, we just want to emphasise the fact that we are live on the ground at the festival, in the shit, as they say. <laughs> We're going full metal jacket yes. here. But that is what's so cool about coming out to the festival this year after a f- almost a fully remotely one last year. Um, experiencing the festival atmosphere, running around London, going to screenings. It's uh, quite a ride. It is, yeah. It's, I mean, I've been coming to this festival like, you know, almost two decades now since, since my first times of like, you know, buying, t- buying public tickets and then coming as a journalist later on and there's always the thrill of like dashing for a screening and then running across town to do an interview and then hoping the interview finishes just in time so you can dash back and get to another screening and you know there, there is there's definitely uh, a, it, it, it's, it is interesting that you know like some other festivals like Venice can it's not all sort of centralized in one spot it's quite sort of spread out over the city so mm-hmm. you do get some uh, you do get your uh, your steps in as you're uh, <laughs> As, you, as, you, as you're navigating. And so. having spent so many work days recently just up in the attic, it's, it's good for me to come out and get those steps. Then. It's true, yeah. You get a bit of vitamin D as well. So. so, David, what have you been up to so far? Obviously, the festival only really started the other day. We're very, very in the early days of the festival still. What have you seen? What have you done? Any yeah. highlights? We're day, we're day three, aren't we? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I think well, day one was the opening gala. Um, James Samuel's um, The Harder They Fall. Um, which was really great fun. Like the whole, like the film and the, the whole kind of shebang, really. It was down on the... So it's interesting because usually the opening gala is... Every every year I've been, it's been held at the Odin Leicester Square, um, which is which is a great cinema to have it. And you have this thing at the beginning, there's a sort of tradition where... Because in the, in the Odin Leicester Square, they've got this original like cinema organ, which sort of rises up from the front of the stage and you... and, and a guy plays plays some some tunes before the the speeches begin, and uh, but this what not this year, um, but then we did have Jay Z on the red carpet, which was uh, well, yeah, and not just Jay Z. I hear I saw photos of Beyonce, Beyonce also gracing well. us with her presence. Be- Beyonce wasn't wasn't a presence at the screening, but I think right. she was at the kind of after party. Mm-hmm. Um, so so yeah, but it was it was great actually. The bit the the seeing a film in the Royal Festival Hall, it was 
suitably uh, atmospheric and grandiose and uh, it's just it's a really fun film it's like a kind of uh, real not a riff on the on the, on the western so much as a kind of re, uh, reforming and uh, retelling of, of western myths through this kind of black lens with uh, black cast mm. and um uh, I guess sort of like erring a little bit on kind of like black exploitation mm. style, like what that kind of impulse was of, of of taking these very kind of white genres and twist and and telling twisting them entirely, like through not just the performers but the 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 entire style of the of the filmmaking as well. Um, and yeah, it's just, it's a really kind of rip snorting, fun movie, uh, action movie, and funny and and big like very sort of loud performances ott script and yeah it was just a, a kind of you know i i i, th- I don't think uh, it's not a perfect masterpiece movie but it's like as the opening movie to a film festival it's just like it was just a super super fun event Absolutely. It sounds like a, a good rousing film yeah great red carpet some major figures of the pop culture world out yeah. in force that's like a really good opening do we know when that film's coming out is, that, is it Netflix it's a Netflix film it should be out imminently mm-hmm. on the planet I think it's coming out in a, in a couple of weeks in cinemas and then like two, two, maybe a week two weeks after will be on Netflix mm-hmm. so um, can so imagine that being a fairly sizable hit for them I'm sure so what else have we been seeing so I've been able to catch up with a few films I'm playing catch up with you basically because you recommended a couple of films out of Venice I finally saw Il Bucco uh-huh. the uh, spelunking uh, <laughs> and farming drama what, did, what did you think I thought it was amazing I really did it was, I saw it at the NFT1 the big screen in the BFI South Bank and it is just epitomises what a festival film is for me as, as you said at the time it's a good you know, meditative film of footage of these cave explorers recreating an exploration from the early 20th century mixed in with cattle herders in the middle of nowhere in rural Italy and it's probably not the sort of thing you just kind of throw on in the background it's probably not the sort of thing you go out with your popcorn for but we're in a festival atmosphere where you're seeing the best of world cinema in such a wonderful film loving context it was fantastic yeah particularly there's a scene towards the end where it recreates the uh, the moment where the cartographer of the expedition draws the map of the cave system that they've just explored and I could watch that guy drawing <laughs> his map for two more hours if the film kept running I was just happy to watch it I, I've heard insane stories about the making of the film um, it's, 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 I think it's one of those films where you kind of you're watching it and you think oh yeah you know it's people in a cave and it's you know we're going into a cave and we're seeing this kind of there's a sort of documentary element to it as well because you're actually you know you're actually in the cave mm-hmm. as these people are really going down into it and you just I've just heard stories about the making of it which are just mind-blowing like how like this was not an this is kind of like you know this was not an easy film to make mm-hmm. the film itself is very kind of it's quite laid back and charming and slow and you know, it's it, it it doesn't have it. You know, you don't look at it and think, "Oh, that looks really complex." Or, but actually, the the reality is like, you know, the 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 time it took to actually get the cameras into the into yeah. this cave was like 
10 times more than, than the, the time they actually had to film it. So, <laughs> so most, of the, most of the time was spent actually like setting it up the shoot than actual, the actual shoot itself. So. Gosh, yeah. so a real marvel to see on the big screen. Also, it's in Dolby Atmos as well. Oh. So like the sound mix. <laughs> I saw it the same day as the press screening of June. So it feels like almost from one extreme to the other, but both with incredible sound mixes that really put you in, uh, in, in, the, in the cinematic space. But what else have you been seeing or catching up with, David? Um, I mean, I saw an amazing film yesterday, uh, which I think maybe we, I don't think we've discussed before, called Bergman Island. Oh, Mia Hansen Love. Me, by, me, by Mia Hansen Love, who is one of my favourite directors. So I was very much kind of in the bag already for that one, and it, it def- definitely didn't disappoint. Um, it's, it, it's just, yeah, it's amazing. Uh, I think she's amazing, and I think like what she does as a filmmaker, which is kind of explore this connection between reality and fiction and auto-fiction and biography and where, where, where the, all these things cross over is just totally my bag and I, I, I find it fascinating and I, I understand that maybe uh, you know mileage may vary for, for others but um, yeah it's this film in which you have these two filmmakers one's played by Vicky Kreeps and another by Tim Roth and they're a couple and they've gone to f- f- I want to say Faro, which is the, ha, the the sort of anglicised pronunciation of mm-hmm. the island where Ingmar Bergman lived for most of, most of his later life in sort of rural seclusion. I think it's pronounced Faro. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so it's this remote island, and they've gone to work and write scripts and taking the taking the uh, the landscape, and and then this they're learning also about Ingmar Bergman and visiting sort of spots that his films were filmed on so you so so it's kind of drinking in that atmosphere of this kind of master filmmaker who once sort of prowled prowled around these these places and then the second half of the film it sort of changes and you get uh, it's almost like a kind of the Vicky Kreeps character imagines her film Mm. and there's all these kind of interplays between what we've seen and and the landscape and it's it's just kind of it's it's kind of amazing and 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 it's a in a way it's one of those films that on 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 it seems just very simple like what's happening it just plays out in a very simple direct way but actually what it's doing is just like head spinningly complex and it's just got like I, I again I won't spoil but it's got it's just got one of the best endings ever like wow. <laughs> um I think with all her films, um, they all come together in the last. Like you could, you could kind of watch them, and if you missed the, the final two, three minutes, you wouldn't get the film. Mm. And it's the, uh, I think this is the same. Like, you, 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 the film only makes sense when you've like seen seen the whole thing and been able to sort of like rethink about what you've seen once then. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. 
My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. So, so Bergman Island, that's quite yeah. a strong recommendation. <laughs> I can't wait to see that. I feel like I'm one step behind everyone catching up. I've just this morning we'd interviewed Todd Haynes about his wow. Velvet Underground Congrats. documentary. I mean, what a great filmmaker, of course, but a r- really wonderful interview. That interview will be going out on the proper new release episode of the podcast uh, next week when Velvet Underground is on Apple TV+. Plus. I think it might also be getting some cinema screenings as well. Um, but that, that was great. And I feel like I've been doing that when I really should have been watching some new films as well. I'm looking forward to seeing Petite Maman later in the festival, uh-huh. French Dispatch last night in Soho. I also want to dedicate a good chunk of an afternoon to seeing Drive My Car, the Ryusuke Hamaguchi film, as well as his other film that's playing in the festival is yeah. it, for, for fans of his work. Anything else that you're looking forward to seeing or you have seen, David? Uh, one thing I'm looking really looking forward to seeing that I haven't seen is called... Uh, it's a film called the Suga Diaries or the Sunga Diaries I think it's called the, 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 the name is a Portuguese name that's apparently been chosen because it's quite hard to pronounce and I've just mispronounced it so it, it's working um, uh, it's by a Portuguese filmmaker called Miguel Gomez mm-hmm. uh, who has made uh, films such as Taboo and Arabian Nights and he had kind of uh, Arabian Nights was quite a long time ago now, like five or six years ago, and he, had, I think, he had gone away and was working on some big literary war epic in South America somewhere, and nobody had really heard from him. And then he kind of came back in May this year with this film that he'd made in as a, 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 a COVID response film of a sort of diary of uh, of people kind of existing in a little house in. Uh, uh, in in, in Portugal, in sort of rural Portugal, and um, uh, yeah, it's I, I'm I, I, it's my kind of hot ticket. Mm-hmm. I'm 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 totally excited to see it. I was a bit it was one, it, I was a bit nervous because it didn't have a press screening mm. or it didn't and it didn't have a a screening link as well, like a, a an opportunity to see it as a as a digital screener. So I'm going along to the old public screening. Mm. So uh, that would be fun. That's my Friday evening. Uh, locked and loaded so well that's one of the great things about the LFF is the public screenings particularly when they have directors in attendance I don't know if Gomez will be there but I heard from our colleagues who went to see Bell the Mamoru Hosoda film yesterday evening Thursday um, that he was in attendance and gave a great Q&A afterwards talking about how he's a massive fan of the Disney Beauty and the Beast and Glenn Keane the director in particular talking about all sorts and that's stuff that when we go to a press screening we miss out on so the good thing about the LFF is one of the many good things about the LFF is that so David to wrap up this festival dispatch you know in the past we do like talking about what we eat at a film festival we've talked about Cannes Scran Rotterdam <laughs> Venice London 
perhaps a little less sort of foodie, <laughs> but uh, let's say you're in the middle of a couple of screenings on the way to a junket interview. You've got a Hamaguchi film or Gomez <laughs> coming up tonight. What are you packing in before uh, in between? Oh man, I mean, it's 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 a di- like it's with 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 this festival in particular. Uh, very specifically, this festival. I live near a place. Um, I don't know if, if it, it's, it's basically a kind of kebab shop called. It's called uh, Mono M O N O. I'll name it. Okay. And um, the, it makes like incredible kebabs, <laughs> and I find it really, really difficult to like. And and they are en route from where my like. If I go from my house to the, the tube station that place is like on the way so it's very easy for me to think oh I'll I'll get one on the way or I'll wait and get one on the way back and I have to basically try and stop myself from (laughs) from getting these because I think I'll have a heart attack otherwise (laughs) I've tried to I spend a lot of my time convincing my wife that they're actually healthy because they've got like salad in them but yeah she's not buying it so (laughs) um but uh, yeah, I, I, in fact, I, I have I have actually ha- like at this festival, big, I had a very a, a short layover between screenings where I needed to get some food, and where the uh, cinema the main cinema is, it's the View uh, in Leicester Square. Um, I, I ran across the way and had a Burger King oh. for the first time in a long, 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 long time, and. Uh, yeah, it wasn't too bad. Mm-hmm. It was, I, I was, I was, I was not, I was not disappointed. It, it you know, it uh, scratched the itch. And yeah. uh, <laughs> well, it's something that you know, listeners have probably heard us talk about many times. How in Cannes you end up eating a lot of gelato and pizzas. Yeah, Venice may be similar as well. In London, I'm a, f- I'm a fan of the three pound me- meal deal. It's a bit more yeah. close to home. It's <laughs> also I don't live in London anymore, so I'm commuting in. So I'm packing a packed lunch on the way, grabbing some crisps and so on. And that's the I hope you're not eating those in the screening, though. Oh, no, not of course. No. No. This, is, <laughs> this is what you're doing in the queue while you're yes. waiting to get in. Yeah. Bravo. <laughs> no. There, there was actually someone in a screening uh, recently, not, not at this festival. It was a press screening, though. And they had brought with them, like, it was an evening press screening, and they'd gone to, like, a kind of... It must have been like an Indian restaurant, and they'd got a kind of one of those sort of lunch trays with, like, five different curries in. Wow. And they were sat in this press screening, and as it started, they they just ha- had this on their lap, and it, you know it was a it was a it was a nice smell. It sounded, the food looked really good, but you know when you're at a press screening <laughs> and the whole room suddenly starts to smell of uh, of like Indian takeaway, it's a bit like come on, you know. <laughs> Very disconcerting. Maybe I'm going to get get dragged for saying that, but you know, I think there is I think there is a yeah, I've, I've had spare ribs before as well. I sat next to a woman uh, in a cinema who was eating spare ribs, which was just not pleasant. <laughs> but why? It's one of the things <laughs> of around, all the foods. around movie going. It's one of the most controversial subjects around eating in, yeah. this, in the screen. So, well, Isabelle Huppert is the is the I think the um, she, she's she's got the final word on it. She's like, no food, no drink. Just watch the movie. Is that what her mandate at that her is, cinema that, in, that in her, Paris as there well? Is, there yeah. is a, a meme that oh, goes right. around with her saying, 
watch the movie no food no drink well okay we've got to honor isabel of yes <laughs> honor uh, isabel that should be your <laughs> mantra um both uh for our cinema going in general but also at the london film festival over the next week and a half so david thank you for joining me and listeners we'll be back with another dispatch from the london film festival soon keep an eye on lwlies.com for our reviews and coverage from the festival as well as the twitter account at lwlies for any more updates david thanks very much thank you deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.